Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were a but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. It's a great name, and thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was. Time for the floor of the convention. And I realized that at the radio program, we've got uh, Don Mazzella on Skype. We also have Dan Perkins on Skype, and uh, we are going to go to our telephones. We also have joining us today our good friend Dr. Jack Caravelli, who has got his great book, The Age of Hatred. And then we also have today Ernie Rivera, who is running against uh, Marco Rubio uh, out there in Florida. And uh, first of all... Uh, My neck of the woods, Jim. Yes, this is going to be a fun, fun day today. First of all... um, uh, Ernie Rivera, go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend, and then uh, and then we'll kind of jump in here and have everybody ask you some questions, and uh, we'll go over some stuff with you. Well, it's great being with you, and uh, I greet everyone on the radio. This is a great time to be living, and we're doing so many things exciting. Uh, running this campaign has been kind of like kind of crazy. Uh, First, you you have 12 candidates back in October. Uh, yes. And I'm the only one standing. All of the other ones dropped out. And just a couple of weeks ago, Marco decided to go back on his word. He came back in. And we're call, they're, they're calling him the flip-flopper now. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know. He says for 10,000 times he wasn't going to run, and all of a sudden he runs, and, and we're, we're, you know, we're at this, uh, uh, I've never been a politician before, it's, yes. uh, it's my first time, it's 35 years of hard working and earning a living, raising my family and helping my community, but we thought that this is a time that we got to do something different, and, and we'd like to change the course of what's going on here, and that's why we're running. Now, uh, Ernie Rivera joins us today. He is our guest on our uh, on our broadcast today, along with our panel. And uh, Ernie is a Republican candidate for U.S. Senate uh, for the state of Florida. And uh, I want to start with the first question, my friend. You're a successful businessman, ordained minister. You're running as a Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate. Which came first, your interest in business or your interest in religion or your interest in politics? We'll start there. Well, uh, it, it almost sounds like an oxymoron, right? <laughs> <laughs> being a businessman, being a pastor, and being at the same time going into politics, 
But it all works out quite well. It, it all has fits in. Uh, I, I've been, I was born and raised uh, in the church, I'd say. Uh, that's my first passion. And my wife and I, uh, we've been married some 34 years. Uh, she's Cuban descent. Uh, her parents were missionaries in, in Cuba. Yes. And, and she left when she was six months old. My parents were missionaries in Puerto Rico. And I was born in Tallahassee. Uh, for those that don't know, Tallahassee is the capital of Florida. It's not Miami nor Mickey Mouse Land. It's Tallahassee. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was born there, raised uh, my early years in the South, and, and then we went to as a missionary. And, and I've always dedicated my life to serving others. Uh, and that's probably where it you know, stuck to me uh, to become a philanthropist, a person that uh, helps others, and we got schools for for uh, poor kids yes. in Haiti and in the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico and so, you know, all around. And here in Florida, we've done a lot of projects. Yes, but at indeed. The same time, you know, you got to earn a living. And just like the, the Apostle Paul, you know, the Bible says, I, I, yes. I had my businesses and... <laughs> and that can be business, you know? It's, hey, you gotta you gotta live off something else. So uh it it's been it's been exciting life and now after I retired uh, uh two and a half, three years ago, I just said, uh, we gotta we gotta take our country back. We gotta yes. do something to change change the course. We're going down full speed and somebody better put on the brakes. And that's why I'm in. Well, the website is Ernie2016.com. I want to start with Dan Perkins, our best-selling author, uh, and also uh, co-host of Two Guys from Verona on W4CY each and every uh, Tuesday evening. Dan, uh, what's your first question for Ernie, and then we'll let Dr. Jack jump in, and then we'll have Don Mazzella round out our, our, our panel here. So go ahead, Dan. Um, I'm curious to, about your observation about Marco uh, getting back in. Um, how many legitimate Republican candidates are in the primary for the U.S. Senate seat in Florida right now? Well, right now there's uh, the, there's basically three of us. There's another gentleman that just came in at the nick of time. Uh, and, and, you know, all, all respect to him, he's, uh, I, ha- I haven't met, met him yet. He, he wasn't in any of the conventions or any of the meetings. But uh, you, you got a guy called Carlos Baruch. Uh, he's, a, he's a businessman, and uh, we've been together in some of the forums. Uh, and then you have uh, Marco, Little Mark, like <laughs> Trump called him. Uh, or robot, the robot kid, and he he hasn't he hasn't participated in any of our forums or our, our challenges, our get-togethers. But we understand that it's it's us three right now, uh, basically uh, Carlos, uh, Mark, and myself. And and you know it's Tom, Dick, or Mary. People have to decide who they want. You know, do they want the same guy that's been there for six years, or are they gonna? Look for another direction, another option. And, and if you if you look at the polling data between the three of you, who's polling the highest numbers? Uh, 
everybody else, you know, just the national recognition of having spent so much money in the presidential, and even though Trump uh, whipped him, like we would say here in the South, uh, Trump won 66 out of the 67 counties, uh, Marco winning only his and barely that, but uh, his, his name recognition uh, started off very high, and it dropped in two weeks, something like 15 points, and he's under 50 already. So, and there's a large, large amount of people that have are undecided, uh, according to a snapshot poll that was done of, uh, of 20,000 people here in Florida. Yes. Uh, that's a considerable amount of people. Uh, uh, his, his polls have dropped already 15% down to 44, 42%. Wow. And roof and... Carlos and I are more or less, uh, you know, in second place. We're tied, and then the other gentleman's uh, beginning. But yeah, uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you one more question, then, and we'll turn it on. Right? Um, I, I, I'm curious, as somebody who's been out campaigning, who should have a good pulse of the people of Florida. What is your sense? about the likelihood of Donald Trump being able to win Florida over Hillary Clinton? I personally think it's awesome. Really, I've, I've been out there for 10 months already. Uh, I've been knocking on a lot of doors of speaking to a lot of church groups, a lot of pastors, a lot of uh, chamber of commerce groups and, and women's groups, uh, you know, all kinds of organizations. And, and and I understand, at least in Florida, uh, we want somebody that has a brain on the, you know, on, on the shoulders, somebody that has a head screwed on the right. Uh, Donald says a lot of crazy things, and we all know it. He, sometimes he speaks faster than he thinks, I think. But uh, definitely he's a genius. He's a very bright man. He's a, he's a person that can get the job done. And that's what... That's what I'm hearing, you know. A lot of people say, yeah, you know, uh, he says this out of order, he insults this or that group. Uh, but, uh, you know, by the time I, I met him, I just could see a, a, a person that's extremely bright. He, he's, a, he's a genius on his truth, you know. The left uh, wing says that his daddy gave him a million bucks, and that's why he he's rich. I said, well... I, you know, my daddy gave me a million bucks, and I could make ten billion out of it. Heck, I'd like to learn that formula. You know, teach me. <laughs> so, he can't okay, thank you very much. Well, yeah, I, I. I, I appreciate you being with us today. We've got uh, Ernie Rivera joining us. We've also got uh, Dr. Jack Caravelli. And, Doctor, you've been sitting here listening to, to, to Mr. Rivera, and I know that uh, you're a politics junkie, much like Dan and Don. Um, what, what, what do you think about uh, the, 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 uh, the, the compassionate conservative here, at Mr. Rivera? Yeah, well, well Ernie, first, it's a great uh, pleasure and privilege uh, to meet you, and of course, I wish you the, the very best in your, uh, you know, going after uh, Marco Rubio. Let me. Well, thank uh, you. In that, okay. In that context, let me. Uh, I, I guess ask two questions first, and happy to continue a dialogue. Uh, first question would be, 
You know, given what you just explained to Dan about the uh, the name recognition, which of course we we would all would assume that you know uh, Rubio has obviously a, an advantage. What campaign strategies do you have to sort of you know get your message across to get the Florida voters to really give give you a hard look? Well, right now we've we've been on a uh, a whole bunch of. TV uh, shows uh, and radio shows. Uh, we've been uh, speaking to different groups, and and since you know from the from the beginning we started. Our plan was to go with the constituents, the grassroots. I've spoken. I've spoken to over 500 pastors already, uh, and and it's a sizable amount of people. And there's there's organizations. Like the, the the Christian Family Coalition, the CFC, uh, these organizations are backing us up because they understand that we want to get the job done. You know, I've I've already signed the document stating that uh, I I believe in term limits for for public officers like senators and congressmen. I don't think people should be there 40, 50 years and and just keep on living off the fat of the land. Uh, you know, I worked for 35 years. I gave it my best. I put my heart and my soul, raised my son, uh, my wife and I. We have one son. He's uh, a federal agent in Homeland Security, anti-terrorism in Dallas. Uh, for him. And, yeah, and, you know, he's a, he's a fine man, a hardworking guy. Uh, and this is, uh, this is what we've done. We've gone inside the... Uh, because the reason I'm, I'm running is because I really want to see uh, our state and our country take a, di- a different turn. You know, I, I think things are going kind of crazy, guys. I don't know how you see it, but, right. you know, all this stuff about, you know, transgenders, 45-year-old guys living in front of little girls in bathrooms, heck, you know, my daddy would have slapped me silly if somebody ever said something like that. And, and I don't believe in, in, in a lot of these things that are happening. I think there has to be some common sense coming into this. And we're losing common sense. And I think my education, my, my, my experience in work helps me make my, you know, I'm a viable candidate. I'm somebody that can think. So uh, that's why I'm out there and I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to do my best. And good shows like yours help me spread the word, I think. Uh, Jim? Let me ask you the second question, Ernie. Yeah, and then we'll let Dan jump in there. Go, go okay. ahead, go ahead, Jack. Uh, Ernie, as you watch the, both the Republican convention and the Democratic convention that, it, of course, you know, hasn't wrapped up yet, you know, it, to me, again, as my good friend James said, uh, you know, uh, I've been a political junkie and I live in the northern Virginia area and I've involved in politics for, for decades and I find both of these conventions so far, you know, I mean, really troubling and, and depressing, although the entertainment value is high, but what, you know, what I'm thinking, among other things, as you watch some of the, the, the appalling behavior from Jackson and Schultz or maybe Ted Cruz, you know, both parties, you know, I, I really wonder, you know, what does the, the next generation of uh, and the new generation of Americans 
think about politics, I mean, does any of this... We, uh, yep. you, you and I are obviously in our uh, 50s or beyond, and, you know, yes, sir. You know the, 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 the time gets passed, but, you know, I, I, I see very little in either convention so far that, you know, if I was 20, 25 years old, would, would make me and be enticed to, you know, get involved in the political process. Is an ugly, uh, and I think Donald Trump is right, way too often corrupt business. I mean, what what would you say to your son or to the, you know, the young people in Florida? Well, I was I was asked that this morning uh, on a radio show with Ashley Owen uh, from the, the East Coast, Southeast Coast of Florida here, and she was asking me the same question, sir. Uh, she says, you know, uh, well, what what advice? What advice will you give to to these younger people that are hearing and seeing this drama go up? Uh, it's, some of them have called it a circus, and definitely this. I've I've been tracking politics for over 35 or 38 years, and and I look at it and I say it is a circus. It's it's wild. It's out of hand in many ways. I was at the convention uh, last week, the Republican convention, and and what I'm what I'm trying to tell everyone, especially the young people, guys, you got to go out and vote. You know, you have to go out, register, go out and vote because uh, I know that it doesn't attract you. In fact, it scares you and it even makes you want to pull away. <laughs> yes. And, and a lot of them, a lot of them have told me, uh, Ernie, why would I want to vote? You know, there's a bunch of crazy. You know, there's all, all these name callings and all this kind of stuff going on. I say definitely. The only way, and I'm, I'm speaking to all the, the, the good guys and girls out there. Yes. The only way we can change those systems is by our vote. That's a democracy. That's the only way. If we go out, register, and vote, and if you don't like the person that's sitting the chair now they didn't do their job if they you know if they missed a hundred times to vote and, and go to the sessions like yes did, and he says it himself i'm not i'm not saying words that he hasn't said well look if the guy doesn't like his job he says he hates his job then why should he be there <laughs> exactly leave yeah go home bro you know, <laughs> That's fantastic. We've got Ernie Rivera with us today. He's a uh, Republican Florida candidate for Senate. His website, Ernie2016.com. We also have with us today Dr. Jack Caravelli, my good close personal longtime friend. He is also the the author of The Age of Hatred. We also have with us today Dan Perkins, who is a uh, best-selling author and uh, writes for The Daily Caller and The Hill. And we also have Don Mazzella with us today, our newspaper man. Don, I know that you've got some questions for Ernie, and then I'll let and then I'll let Dan jump in there. You, you, do you have anything? Uh, for well, I want to ask him two questions. If you have three uh, uh, three candidates uh, running uh, uh, for the Republican nomination, what's happening on the Democratic side? And uh, are you hurting the Republican chances of holding the Senate if uh, uh, by, by your by uh, handling this campaign? Well, uh, Dan, uh, good 
Good afternoon. I'm glad to uh, meet you also by phone. Uh, the the uh, Republicans, we, we basically have three on our side. The Democrats have like four or five. Uh, the ones that the uh, establishment wants, this is, this is an interesting, you know, uh, scenario we have. The establishment and the Republican side, as you all know, and that's why they push Marco back in, because they want Marco in there. You know, yeah. they want to leave everything the same. And guys like myself, we're in because we don't want things to stay the same. <laughs> we think the Supreme Court has taken a wrong decision. We think the, 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 the management of our foreign affairs has taken a wrong decision. We think the, the image of the U.S. internationally has taken a wrong turn. We, got, we want things to go back to, to normal, to where it's supposed to be. Now, on the other hand, you've got on the Democrat side, well, you got uh, this young boy, he's, he's 33 years old, uh, Patrick Murphy, and God bless his soul, he's uh, the young kid. Uh, you know, I've been working more than, longer than he's been living. Uh, <laughs> he's never held a job a, a day in, in work in his life. Uh, he said that he was an accomplished CPA. He's never worked as a CPA. Uh, he, he says he was a, a successful businessman. How successful can you be if you're 33 years old? You, you know, you just got out of high school a couple of years ago. Uh, we, we understand that, you know, he's, he's a young kid and, and all oh, his parents are very wealthy. And they can pump a lot of money maybe into the oh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's the establishment wants him. Now, on the other side, you got Grayson. Uh, Grayson's been around, and, and and even Reed, the Democrat leader in the Senate, said, he said it publicly. He says, we don't want you in our party. Get out. Don't run. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Grayson said, no, I'm staying in. I'm going to run. And, and the, what? The I, I thought you had to be 35 to be a senator. Be 30, 35 or 36 to be president, but I don't think there's an age requirement for a Senate or Congress. Well, I know in New Jersey it's 35. Mm, okay. Mm. Well, but I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, go ahead. No, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But I, uh, well, see, uh, my, my, you know, someone once told me, once said to me that uh, it takes six years just to find the men's room in the Capitol. Um, uh, Rubio's uh, Rubio's proven that uh, the point that uh, he at least starting to understand uh, will he serve uh, Florida better uh, inside or outside the Senate? Well, the word on the street was that Rubio was supposed to come in and take over the governorship of Florida. And he said no, that he didn't want to go to the governorship. He didn't want to go for, you know, they offered him a couple of places. He wanted to uh, play football or something like that. And, and you know, maybe he should. He should have the direction. <laughs> if, you know, I, my wife and I, uh, we, we had businesses, right? We were entrepreneurs, and we created over 8,500 jobs in 35 years. Uh Wow, and, and mostly for young people and for single moms, 
uh, we, you know, God blessed us, and we were able to help a lot of a lot of people get jobs and all that. Now, if an employee of mine and and you gentlemen that are, are sharing this microphone today, if you have an employee that walks up to you and says, "Boss, I don't like the job. I don't. I, I hate my job. It, I, it's a waste of time. I'm bored. I do, I don't think I'm doing anything here." And 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 I, I'm not coming back. You know. I'm going to try out for another job, and if I can't get it, I ain't coming back. And six months later, he shows up and he says, okay, I'll take the job back. What would you do with that guy? <laughs> I'm almost sure everybody would say, Matt, God bless you, but you, want, you know, keep on walking. You know, no. If you don't like your job, you don't think it's worth it, and, and you're you haven't done it, you've been absent a hundred times, no, there's no way, shape, or form I'm going to give you the job back. <laughs> why are they insisting in bringing Marco back if he hasn't done the job? You know, there's really no logic in my mind something like this. What, what, what business are you in? Excuse me? Your 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 business. Uh, you, I I I was looking at the at the press information that your PR person sent me over. We're we're, we're trying to figure out what business you're in. Well, I was. We retired already. Like I, I mentioned, I retired two and a half three three years ago. Uh, my wife and I we were blessed. We had from printing press, bookstores. We had travel agency. We had food service. Uh, we we had uh, camps and schools uh, we've worked uh, we've worked quite a bit uh, I I at one time had 12 uh, 14 corporations running with a large payroll and a lot of people working uh, we were able to, to you know develop in, in many areas uh, multifaceted if you want to call like that my my, that's probably why I studied in, in New York University. That's where I did my graduate work. And, and, and I concentrated in uh, administration and supervision of complex organizations. And that's precisely, you know. We had different businesses, um, and, and we, were, we were blessed. It was, it was a good time of life. Uh, but we understood that we had to, we had to take another turn. And, and what we've been doing, uh, well, we've been doing this for over 25 years, uh, we're philanthropists. Uh, we help. We help those that don't have a voice of their own, especially children. We have schools right now uh, for poor children in Haiti and Dominican Republic. Uh, we've had them in Puerto Rico and Africa. Uh, we help the homeless here in Miami, and we've helped a lot of, a lot of immigrant groups uh, that come that have need. And we've, we've helped feed them and, and help their countries, like hate and the earthquake. So those, those are things that we've been, we've been busy, and, and that's what I've been doing. I've been doing, you know, and, and dedicating my life to, to pass it on. You pay it forward, you know. I think everyone should do that. Uh, if God blesses you, and you, if you're, you know, my kid grew up, got married, and has a beautiful son, my grandson, a little four-year-old redhead, which is dynamite. <laughs> uh, you know, you say, yeah, you know, go ahead, you know, and 
and I can help others now, and and we've been doing it, and that's that's what I think. I I, I think that's what makes America so great, guys. I've traveled all mm-hmm. the world, and there's no no country that gives so much with so yeah. much love as the USA, and and we we share what we have, and even more than what we have, and 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 that's why God's has blessed this country. God has blessed. Mm. You can't tell that by the Democratic Convention. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. No. We've got, uh, we've got Don. Dan wants to ask a question. Yes, yes, Dan, uh, jump in there, my friend. Uh, you, you, you write for the Hill.com. You also co-host with, uh, with Don, uh, two guys from Verona on W4CY each and every Tuesday. Jump in there and then we'll let Dr. Jack jump in again. Yeah, I, I wanted to uh, share with our candidate um, uh, a possible suggestion. I, I worked in Northern Virginia for a, a, an unknown Republican who was trying to unseat a a, a tenured re, a Democratic congressman who had all the money in the world. And it's when I sat down with the congressman, sat down with the candidate, for the congressional seat, I tried to get him to focus. And what I said to him, no matter what your opponents say, what you must say is what's on the minds of your constituents. Sometimes politicians talk about too many issues and the electorate gets confused. So I would I would ask you, in the state of Florida, in all the people that you've met, what are the two or three things that commonly come up on a regular basis? And once you identify what those two or three things come up from the people that are out there listening to you, their questions... Forget everything else. Focus the rest of your campaign on those two to three issues alone. So what are the two or three things that you're hearing in my state that are a concern to people? Well, while we heard, and thank you, thank you so very much for uh, those words of advice. Uh, like I said, I've never been a politician, and 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 I've told so many people, you know, please excuse me, I don't, I, I'm not polished in this art yet, uh, but uh, I definitely understand what you're saying, and 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 I think it's it's very appropriate. The number one issue, the number one issue right now in uh, all of Florida, wherever I've gone, is uh, and especially after the Orlando massacre. It's our security, you know, our national security, our state security, county, city, and home. Uh, everyone is very, very worried about keeping ourselves safe. Uh, I do stand firm on the Second Amendment. I am definitely one of those that, you know, believe that our our right to bear arms is, is one of the necessities. I am a pastor, and some people say that contradicts. I say, I don't think so. I think all the contrary, you know. The good Lord tells us to be wise and, and to be brave. And let, me, let, me, let me interrupt real quick. Do you have a, uh, 
an open carry license? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You I do? Do you carry your weapon on you? No, I don't personally. My, I, have, uh, I have bodyguards going to the events with okay. me. Uh, here's, here's why I asked the question. The gentleman that I worked with who was running for Congress at the time, a gallon of gasoline was more expensive than a gallon of milk. And so what I had him travel all through his district is a red one-gallon container of gasoline. There was no gasoline in it. And a plastic milk carton. And I said, every time you go to a group of people, you put those two things on the table. And you say to people, are you tired of having to choose between putting milk on the table to feed your family or buying a gallon of gasoline? You tell me. So if... If you have the ability to have an open carry weapon in the state of Florida, even though you've got bodyguards, if you're telling me the number one issue is personal safety, show them by your weapon that you believe in the Constitution and in the Second Amendment and in Florida's right to carry law. Demonstrate your commitment to them, uh, to them, and to the law. What's the second thing that you hear? The second thing I hear is in regards to the, the, the turning back and coming back to morals and values. Uh, maybe it's because I've uh, spoken to so many uh, religious groups, uh, a large constituency of my. Uh, campaign has been the evangelicals, the religious groups, and I hear it, you know, constantly. They're they're constantly, you know, reaffirming uh, those values that uh, traditional values. That Pastor, let me let me help you there too, and then I'll shut up. <laughs> do you do you remember? Do you remember when Barack Obama was running? And he criticized the people in western Pennsylvania and West Virginia because of their guns and their Bibles that they shouldn't be allowed to have either. And I think that if you now think about what you've just said to me, the two things that you have to be able to show people everywhere you go when you're in your traveling the state that that are important to you because you believe they're important to the people in Florida, you have an open carry permit, you, you show them the weapon, it doesn't have to be loaded, and you show them your Bible. And if you stay with them, if you believe those are the two major issues in Florida, if you stay along those two visuals everywhere you go, it says something about you as a person, as a minister, as a black man, Republican, white man Republican, Hispanic Republican, doesn't make any difference. It says that your value system is the right to protect yourself and your family under the Second Amendment and the right to believe in God and have our laws reflect Judeo-Christian principles. Well, to that I have to say amen, okay? (laughs) Okay, I'm done for the moment, Jim. Yeah? No, no, it's... Uh, it's basically the, the the core of everything. The third the third most important thing that I hear about 
is our water system or waterways. Uh, this blue-green algae yes. that we have in, in Lake o Okeechobee, uh, the runoffs from the big agricultural industrial sites that have been polluting it with, you know, the runoffs of the fertilizers and chemicals. And so, I'm Pastor, what is your what is your new visual for that issue? What is your new visual for that issue? Yes. That it's going to be with you 24 hours a day. You're going to have your gun. You're going to have your Bible. What is the third visual? A one-gallon jug of clear, pure water. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And it's Florida water. No, no Louisiana, no nothing imported. No more Florida water. People, I'm telling you, Pastor, people will, 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 will relate to the images and the stories that go with the images. And if and if you win, you owe me dinner somewhere. <laughs> <We've>, <laughs> Pastor, there was this obscure segregationist in Atlanta in 1960 who, um, he, he was a real segregationist. And he wa walked around town, uh, everywhere he went with an uh, axe handle, not the, uh, just the handle. You know, he walked around town. His name was Lester Maddox, and he won three terms as Atlanta mayor. And to this day, they still talk about him. Uh, what Dan's saying is uh, are powerful tools to, to really ignite your campaign. They, they immediately, uh, Pastor, differentiate you from Marco and all the other Republicans and all the Democrats. Yes. Because what you're saying to people, you can put in front of their face with the water, the Bible, and the gun. We've got uh, Dan Perkins with us today. We've also got Don Mazzella. Uh, Ernie Rivera is our guest today, Republican candidate for U.S. Senate for the state of Florida. We also have our good friend Dr. Jack Caravelli, who is the author of the new book, The Age of Hatred. Now, uh, listening to all this, Jack, uh, well, what, what, what are your thoughts and feelings and, and, and everything here for our, uh, for our candidate, Mr. Rivera? Well, for, for Ernie, I, I guess it's worth what you pay for it, Ernie. So, uh, so I... But, I, but seriously, I, I think the advice offered by our colleagues uh, are spot on, really worth, uh, worth considering. Um, let, me, let me make a comment and ask a question. Yes. Uh, comment first. When you, know, when you are elected as, as Florida's next senator, and we wish you the best on that. Uh, Thank you. you can, it, you, of course. You come into Washington that, that, that Dan and I know well. Um, with an opportunity, and that opportunity is really along the lines of, of what Dan laid out in terms of your campaign priorities. That, you, know, yep. you know, you get a bully pulpit, not a president's, but, you know, you, you really have an opportunity to, you know, to make a mark in maybe one or two areas. You won't make a mark in five, but you may make a mark in one or two, you know, if, if you choose carefully. So... You know, on that day, and, you know, again, if you're elected to a six-year term, you know, there is a great opportunity to, you know, to, to share the values in particular that you espoused on this call. Uh, my, my quick question is, 
just in terms of the process of selecting the Republican nominee for Senate, were you being televised debates with Marco Rubio? Well, we, we've invited him to to be with us in debates or in, or they, they call them forums here, basically, because uh, everyone speaks their own uh, words. Back in December 11th, uh, last year, uh, 2015, we, we had the first forum where the original candidate, uh, Carlos Cantera, Jolly, uh, and uh, Santis, um, the original, the original six, well, we faced off at the Grand Sheraton in Miami Hotel, and, and everyone, you know, we did a forum, everyone spoke in front of three or four hundred people, and it was really cool, you know, in the press. Uh, sure, Marco comes in two and a half weeks ago or so, uh, jumps back in because they say he, he owes a lot of money or whatever, you know, the situation is his personal mess, I don't know. Uh, but he comes into a race, and he's, he's trying to set up his campaign now. Uh, he's running on name recognition, which he has nationally, and, and we applaud that because he spent a lot of money, you know, or, or his lobby groups or whatever spent a lot of money on him. But uh, right now, he, ha he doesn't show up to our groups. He doesn't show up to our, our forums. Uh, Mr. Barufa and, and I, we've sat down, we we take pictures of each other, you know, together and shaking hands, but uh, little Mark, he doesn't want to show up, he's not there, and, <laughs> and it's hard for people to, maybe he doesn't want us to call him on the issues, or, or why he didn't stand, you know, for for family values, or he, uh, he, he shunned away from very important decisions that were made in the Senate while he was there. Absolutely. Maybe that's the reason he doesn't want to sit in front of us. I don't know. Yeah, Ernest, one final question. Gentlemen, can I interrupt and, and point out one thing? Uh, Dan's right about the well, symbols. Hold, but hold, you realize... Hold, hold, if, hold, hold on, Don. Uh, Jack, what, what, was, what, was your, what was your final, final comment there, and we'll move on to Don. Florida, you know, to get your message out? Well, it's, uh, we contracted uh, four different uh, professional groups, uh, uh, companies that take care of all of this. I'm, I'm, I'm a dinosaur, guys, okay? And myself, I, I wasn't in Facebook until, what, probably four or five months ago because uh, I, I, I'm more in the traditional way, but my wife told me, if you're going to run for the Senate, you better get into that. And now I have like 3,000 people writing to me all the time, and and, and it's driving me insane. But that's part of it. That's part of it. Yeah, I'll tell you the truth. You know, uh, having three, 400 emails come in every morning is kind of tiresome. But uh, we're, we're doing it, and, and we're focusing because we know that the social media is what's going to make this happen. And we contracted professionals in that field, and uh, you know we're 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 reaching out quite a bit right now. I know the last phase of our campaign is going to start next week, 
and there's a lot of money going to be pumped in through the system. I know that, but uh, it's not money. It's it's just saying the truth. I think I'm. My friends used to say, Ernie, you're plain vanilla. You're no sprinkles, no syrup. You're just plain vanilla. Uh, what you see is what you get. I I I don't want to. I'm I'm not a politician, guys. I don't want to uh, give an image of something I'm not. I stand in one of my beliefs. I raised my son. He's a federal agent. He's a good man, good husband, good father. I've been married to the same beautiful Cuban girl for the last 34 years. I'm, you know, I, I stand firm in my Christian beliefs. And I do stand firm in that compassionate conservatism that Ronald Reagan talks about. I believe that our country has to come back to common sense. We can't keep on being dumb. We're doing things with, they say, with your left foot instead of your right foot. Uh, we we got to start thinking straight, and that's that's what I'm calling. And if I'm if I'm not elected, or if I'm elected, if I'm not elected, I I pray, I ask those of you that are listening, go out, you know, and become part of the voice. Don't be shy. Go ahead, take a pulpit, take a stand, take a position, and become one of our leaders. We need it. Now, Don, uh, jump in there. You had a couple comments for him. Well, first off, I want to apologize to Jack. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, But I was going to say, Dan has a great point. But in this day and age, if he walked around with a gun, you could rest uh, rest assured that the press would call him a gun-toting crazy guy. (laughs) Yes. Gun-toting Bible. Bible swinging snake wiggling guy. Yes. <laughs> but can I, uh, but can I also point out, you know, uh, I've been listening to politicians for a long time. Um, and no offense meant, but, um, quite frankly to me, you ring hollow. Um, I'm not saying that you are. I'm just telling you how I, I feel. I've listened to you. And unlike the last person we had on the program, I just don't believe you. Uh, um, you don't. And I don't vote in Florida, so you don't have to worry. But, um, <laughs> well, here this is Florida. But, uh, well, well, you uh, and I, I say that not not because I want to be mean, but I want to tell you how you came across to me, um, namely because everything you've said I've heard before from other people. And every one of those politicians have turned out to be just that. When a person tells me they're not a politician they, and, and is running for office, the, the two are mutually exclusive. Because in order to, be, to run for office, you have to be a politician. You have to make, sure, make a decision unto yourself. Uh, you want to be part of this process. The problem is today that we've made the process so uh, black and so bleak that, that uh, when people like you come in and say it, we're all sitting there doubting Thomas. And I, and I, I say this, uh, um, uh, I just, because that's how I honestly feel, uh, and that's it. <laughs> well, no, I, I think it's, it's acceptable that you uh, uh, feel, you know, different. Uh, I've told so many people 
Uh, I, I am not a politician. I don't know how to lie, cheat, or steal, still, but I'll try to learn if you guys That's amazing. We've got Ernie Rivera with us today, 51 minutes after the hour. We also have with us today our good friend, Dr. Jack Caravelli, the author of The Age of Hatred, and uh, also uh, Don Mazzella and Dan Perkins. Dan, after listening to all this uh, and, 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 and listening to the uh, devil's advocate there, uh, I guess, today, Don Mazzella, uh, what, what, what are your thoughts of all this? Well, it seems to me that what we have to deal with is the re of... There's an enormous amount of noise out in the process. Um, he's got three people, possibly four, on the side, and he says he's got five on the Democratic side. Yep, yep. How, how is he ever going to break through? And now he's got Marco, who is the sitting U.S. Senator, who, who now can be introduced. Think about this. One of the reasons why people run for the office of president, Jim, is because from now and forever, Marco Rubio can be, can be introduced as senator from the state of Florida and presidential candidate. That's with him forever. Forever. Right. And so... Um, but apparently it didn't open up enough doors for him to stay retired that he was going to have to come in and find a new job. Um, but I do think that you've got to find a way. Uh, social media is a very important part of it. You don't want to do it? 
that's fine, but understand that there are consequences even for politicians and near politicians for things that we do and we don't do. If you abandon social media, then you're creating a situation where you are at an operating disadvantage. I would say to you, what is your hometown? Uh, Tampa. Tampa. I would be on in the car tomorrow morning going to the university, to the Department of Communications, to the dean of the School of Communications, tell me who your best and brightest computer people are. I want to hire them to help me create an instant social media network. Let the young people take over that for you. And you can guide them, but let them start a process. And you'll be amazed at how quickly they can get you a presence in social media. Um, here, here. And, and so I, the, you've got the resources right there. You just need to figure out how to use them. And the best way to use them is to get in your car and go to the local college. And if they don't want to do anything there, go to another college and, and talk. You will find young people who are willing to donate their time for a political campaign to test out their skills and their talents because guess what? It builds resume for them too. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, we, we, we also... Hey, Dan, why don't we do that? <laughs> <laughs> we have full-time jobs. <laughs> uh, now, 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 Dr. Jack, as, as we wrap up here uh, today, I want to get your, your final assessment of everything today with, uh, with, with our candidate and, uh, and some of the great questions and answers that have been raised today. Can't hear you, Jim. politician I think was a very good one the distinction I would make is you you know as, as you said I think at the end of your response you know you, you are not a career politician yes but, you know whatever happens or doesn't with you know this you know primary and then you know maybe the you know general election in Florida you know I you know certainly from what I've heard you know you obviously have strong convictions have you know better life of purpose and accomplishment and you know even if someone else comes to Washington you know, I, I can only hope that Florida you know will be all the better for whatever you know position of leadership and, and you know engagement you know in that yes the, the country uh, you know thank you thank you sir and I'm committed to keep on helping my state and my country whether or not we win, we're always going to keep on doing what we've always done. Now, Don, uh, what, what what are your thoughts and feelings today? Uh, have, uh, chat, no, I want to I want to wish him. Uh, I'm hard questioner sometime. I only <laughs> wish him the best. Uh, um, you know, competition always brings out the best in people, and uh, uh, he certainly is, is a worthy uh, competitor. Just take my my. Um, uh, thoughts is just uh... for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call 
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.